All right, folks. I guess this is another episode of the of uh, Foundry. So we're going to talk a little bit about the big issue recently, and that is 3D printed guns. Uh, what What are your thoughts? Well, I'll tell you my thoughts on the 3D printed guns first before we go and ask um, our our other the other host about his thoughts. So right now, like all the news is about these 3D printed guns, and it's like, oh, these can get through airports, and these can uh, be used by terrorists and uh, hijackers. It's going to be like 9-11 all over again. And there's a lot of fake news going on about this. And there was like some guy, for, like a congressional guy, he comes up and he shows a picture of a AR-15, like a regular AR-15, then like a 3D printed AR-15. But what he doesn't tell you is that you have to go and use non-plastic parts. Like the only part that's really able to be made by the, um, like a 3D printer is the uh, lower receiver. And that's a small part. You can already make those. You can get an 80% complete lower receiver and melt yourself. They sell this at many gun shops. Already legal. Never had any major issues with that. And you, like for the AR-15, you're going to have to go and buy like the, the springs, like the buffer tube, the barrel especially. And uh, I believe the upper receiver as well. Like a lot of parts you're going to need to have made out of metal for a uh, regular firearm to work. And so what he was showing was complete fake news to um, those of the Senate or Congress. And they wanted to go make a law that makes it illegal for you to go and put like the uh, plans online to produce 3D printed guns. Mm -hmm. And the one congressman whose name I cannot remember for the life of me goes up and he's like, okay, so for the, I don't like to go and see anything that has, when I see like these words in a uh, piece of legislation that starts out with, it shall be illegal to publish. I uh, I don't like that. And that's really telling. That's like really disturbing that you're not allowed to go and publish something. That's that's completely antithetical to the First Amendment. And then you want to go and say, oh, well, it's firing a theater. This has nothing to do with firing a theater. This is how to go. This is just how to go and like print out parts of a gun or guns on 3D printer. And the thing is, like the one completely 3D printed gun is called the Liberator because it's based off of this like last resort gun that was dropped over Europe during the Nazi uh, occupation to get, like, resistance fighters access to a gun who'd want to be able to have it otherwise. Like, the actual Liberator was, like, an interesting piece. It was, like, the only gun I think ever made that took longer to load it than it did to actually manufacture it. So it took, like, I think at the, it was so simple, it took, like, I think 30 seconds or something for it to get off the assembly line, like, completed like uh, to go and create one of these than did to actually fire it. And the new Liberator is a much different, like it's it's like this really hunky, clunky, like blue and white piece of just like plastic. And you still do need metal parts for it to function. You need a, a firing pin, uh, which is going to be made out of the nail. I think you need a spring to extract it. And uh, I, I don't know if like, I think it uses like three shots you can do before it'll blow up, you know, one to three shots. So it might not even be safe. And this was, like, the thing they think is going to take down the U.S. government. And it would still be detected because you still need the ammo. And you still need the firing pin for it to work properly. This isn't, like, some machine gun you're going to be able to go and print out and just, like, shoot up a school. No, this is, like, the most, like, just dangerous. I don't even think it's a rifled barrel. I don't even know how that works. It's just a plastic barrel. Where you're like, Because it's not going to work too well if it's purely plastic barrel. You're probably going to want a metal barrel at some point. That defeats the purpose. Of having like a quote unquote undetectable gun, and it's so freaking huge for like a pistol. 
it's like absolutely ginormous and it would be like unergonomic and it's uh, dangerous to use. It's probably inaccurate. It's uh, nothing to worry about. And we've already had technology where you can print out like, you know, they've, they've had CNC machines for years and that's like with metal. And I want to talk about that. Oh, people are going to be able to print out AR-15, AR-15s. Well, that's not true because, you know, you're going to need a lot of other parts. You're going to need an upper receiver, you know, the stock, you know, the grips. You can probably bring out the grips, I guess, with the barrel and the gas, you know, pistons. That's all going to be, like, made out of metal or something like that. And it's not just, like, something you're going to be able to go and, like, you know, Bob the school shooter who's banned from getting guns is able to go and, like, print this out. Like, no, like, you know, honestly, like, at least for the Liberator, it would be a lot more simple just to go and buy a crossbow from a store like Walmart, like a compact crossbow. You can buy those without any sort of paperwork. You and felons can buy those in those states. And then use that to go and, like, shoot one person. It would be probably a lot more deadly than this uh, Liberator because I think the Liberator only shoots, like, twenty two caliber uh, bullet. You know, it's, it's, it's just like, I've never seen someone, I've never heard a story of someone killed by a, a 3D printed Liberator. Right. And that's, right. like, there's just a lot of fake news. And it's a lot of scare tactics that they're trying to go and shove down our threats. These guns are not going to go and, like, start up a mass, like, uh, you know, just... Not going to be a school shooting with a fucking plastic gun. Yeah, and, like, now they're trying, but what they're trying to go and do is really dystopian. They want to make it so you can't post, uh, you can't go and, like, you know, write, uh, write your own, uh, you know, softer CAD files and stuff and post them on the internet. You know, there's no other industry that you can't do that. And it's just like, they want to go and keep the Second Amendment in, this, in like the 1800s, which is BS because the First Amendment has gone significantly farther. Like right now, like guns are pretty much stuck permanently like in this sort of like 19, like, you know, hundreds, 1950s era with the technology. You can't buy guns online, ship them to your house. You know, you, you can't do Amazon with it. You can't get, like, really any gun apps. There's, you can only be semi-automatic for the most part. In some states, you can't even have that, you know, for most guns. You have to, like, use guns that are basically, you know, glorified, like, 1900s Mausers is what, like, they're allowing you to do in a lot of countries. It's like that. They want to go and keep our right to defend ourselves stuck in the Stone Age while increasing the amount of, like, uh, police weapons that they have they get like grenade launchers for your, your police department so they have like tanks and you and the uh, drones and all this other crap and uh, you can't even have your own drone that you can't even have your own weaponized drone but the government can go and use those against you and they have helicopters and all this other crap and, and we're kind of stuck in a world that the founders of the country would be really upset about and that's now, that's really disturbing. And this guy, uh, Cody Wilson, he did uh, Defense Distributed. They're the people who invented the 3D printed guns. He's a um, you know, big free market guy. He's uh, actually like an anarchist, like an ANCAP from what I understand. Oh, God, he sounds like out. one of our friends. Yeah, <laughs> at least he used to. But, um, <laughs> but like this guy, he's, um, he was a, he's a brilliant guy, and he had other websites. He's, I actually really like that guy. He's got some really interesting ideas. And this this sort of concept of printing your own gun, that's, you know, the founding fathers would be all over that. Because, like, back then you could make your own gun because it was pretty simple. You know, you just go and, like, get the barrel and, you know, most people knew how to work with their hands back then. And these days, you know, you, you're still, as an American citizen, you are allowed to make your own firearm unless you're, like, forbidden from owning one. 
and they already have books out there on how to do it. Like, you know, I had this like improvised munitions handbook that you could buy at like a gun store, you know, like a gun show. It's like made by the army. And they'll teach you how to like do stuff like that. I mean, they're shitty guns. They're like you know, two pipes and a, and a steel nail. And that's a shotgun. You know, I would never go and use that because it's dangerous. But so are these 3D printed guns. It's just, I guess, easier to make it. But these aren't even hard to do. If people used to go and make like a, what was it like, just these like steel tube, like these little steel tube shotguns. You can make it from parts from your hardware store and it was completely legal. And like if you really want to, you could still take like a gunsmithing classes. They offer those all the time. I used to get them in like the back of my of these magazines. I used to get for like uh, was American Rifleman, and you could learn how to make your own guns from there. You know, you're not probably going to be able to make too much unless you have a lot of technology. You know, you might be able to make like black powder stuff, and you know, if you buy the parts, you could go and buy. You could make your own AR-15, but that's like making your own uh, Lego spaceship. You just need to go and buy all the other Lego parts. And that's really what it comes down to. It's like, how much of a gun are we allowed to go and make ourselves? And the people are getting really upset because this kind of, you know, destroys their, like, gun control ideas. They want to go and forbid everyone from owning guns, but once you have this, people can own guns. My only concern is, you know, once we have this become more mainstream, they're going to try to go after creating ammo. It's going to be years until we figure out a, a solution to, like, 3D print ammo. Like, we'd have to get something that can, like, convert you know, the household chemicals into gunpowder and nitrocellulose and all this other stuff and, like, get everyone to have metal 3D printers to make the bullets and the cartridges. But I, I think it could happen at some point or, like, figure out how to go and, like, convert, you know, cleaning supplies into explosives for use in the pistols and the primer, like, the, the cartridge and the primer. But that's, that's still way off, you know? Right. Now... Again, I don't know entirely a lot about this issue. The only things I know uh, is that, you know, a plastic gun can only fire, like, maybe one, two, three, four. In extreme cases, five shots max, if you're lucky. And probably not very accurately, I'd imagine. Uh, so I, I have a devil's advocate size this issue. Uh, but the first thing I will ask is, do you know if that you can download uh, instructions or whatever to make a metal gun? like a normal gun, because this is about making you know, basically a 3D print gun, but are there instructions, are you legally allowed to download things to tell you how to make an actual metal gun? Oh yeah, you've been allowed to do that. You know, they never, there was never a law against that, at least in this state, and I think in other states they might have different laws. Yeah, you could do that, and there's books you can buy to show you how to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, they have stuff, They'll and there's books that'll teach you how to go and make, like, submachine guns. They're, like, freely available on the internet. They've had them for years. They had this book called The Anarchist Cookbook. I've never downloaded it. This seems like a bunch of hooey-nooey stuff you'd find on the dark web, just probably put you on a database somewhere. But uh, they have this, and they have stuff for, like, metal 3D-printed things. But, like, a metal 3D printer, you know, those are pretty rare. Like, most of oh, the yeah. time people talk about 3D printing, it's like a little maker bot, something like that. Yeah. And even these little plastic things, they can cost a lot of money. For just a little one, like, you know, upward 350 for, like, the shit model, and they probably wouldn't work too well for, like, uh, you know, making a 3D printed gun all the way up to, like, you know, several thousand dollars to make it like, with, like, better plastics and whatnot. And, like, metal, like, they have seen it, and they use, like, a CNC machine. That's, like, kind of what you consider a metal 3D printer. 
and those are those are very expensive and you know for like cnc you probably do need some extra training it wouldn't just be like a, something that you do but yeah you could make a 3d gun with a 3d printer you can get the files and they have the and they've had those files out there and like even for the 3d printed gun the guy got um, some court in some other country they not other countries, some other state, they sued him and they made him take it off his website, but they have other websites that are posting those same files. Like, once the genie's out of the bottle, you really can't get it out, you know? Yeah, and yeah and I I pretty much think, it, it, to keep it consistent, if you can, you know, download instructions to make a metal gun, you should be able to download to make it these 3D print guns. Um, but I, I think the media, again, is hyping this up like some scary boogeyman again where, oh my god, people are going to be printing guns and they're going to commit mass shootings and get around background checks and all that stuff. No, it's not what's going to be happening. Like we said, these guns aren't just very destructive. Uh, I don't even know if we classify them as a gun, to be honest. Because I remember a few years ago, I saw a video on uh, a channel called Barnacles where he tried to print a plastic lower for an AR-15 and he had a lot of trouble getting the size right to fit it right and it didn't really work you, you couldn't put the i think clip is the right term no magazine magazine, magazine i corrected myself <laughs> the magazine in like it wouldn't fit so it's not a very practical thing but the question then could become is if it gets more accurate and really all you need is a lower could you just make the lower uh and then put a bunch of metal bits on and print a gun and the government doesn't know about it, nobody knows about it, and you evade background checks? They already have that stuff now. It's called an 80% lower. You can, like, even on, like, you can buy from InfoWars right now. Like, they actually <laughs> sell that on there, an 80% finished lower receiver. Completely legal, no background checks in most states. I think California requires one. But, you know, you could just ship it somewhere else. You can already do most of the stuff that you're suggesting. And, like, even the Liberator Piss Order. It only has one round capacity in there. Then you have to extract it and then load it, and that's a, and that's a pain in the ass process. Mm -hmm. And then you'll need a spring for that too, so that's metal in there, so that defeats the whole like um, you can smuggle this onto an airplane argument. And they already spend so much money, you can't even smuggle a water bottle onto an airplane without them catching you with that. So they'll be able to go and catch uh, anything remotely gun shaped and any ammo, especially. You know that that's kind of where that comes out of, and. Like, yeah, I guess they could, like, when metal 3D printers start becoming more, uh, you know, economical. But it's not hard to go and, like, if you have any sort of, like, uh, engineering knowledge, like, you, you, know, you could probably make a gun. Like, if you had if you had the knowledge of, like, how a gun works, you could make one from, you know, just memory. Mm -hmm. And how are they really going to stop that? It's not that hard to go and make a gun. You just need something, you know, you need, like, the, the lock stock. You don't even really need a, you know, you don't even need the stock. So you need to go and have like the barrel and something to uh, you know trigger the explosion. So that would be a firing pin and maybe a trigger. Maybe it's just you know two pipes. You and you slam them together. It, it really depends, and you can do a lot of these things already. It's just no one really does it, and especially in America. It's already so easy to get a gun, and you see how like oftentimes these background checks don't even work. Look at Parkland. That guy yeah. should never be able to get a gun, but he got one completely legally because the system's so jacked up. And um, yeah, it's just it's so much easier to, to buy a regular gun. It'd be a lot more safe. Even on the black market, you don't even have zip guns anymore. They used to have those in the 50s, but it's just a lot easier to go and buy a regular gun. Why would they bother to go and buy this like uh, 3D printed plastic gun? Yeah. 
you know, is, and those are expensive too. Just the plastic costs. Yeah. To go, you're paying a lot of money for that. That stuff ain't cheap. Like my brother made a plastic, uh, like some sort of like toy model or something. And it was, it looked like shit. And it, when you start talking about like shooting, uh, you know, making into a functional firearm, it can't be this like ugly duckling sort of thing. It has to be pretty damn accurate. Right. Yeah, I think there's a lot more to it than people realize. And the media is not doing their job in educating people on 3D printers and guns to really tell them about. Uh, but, you know, I think you might... I think this is something that quickly disappeared because I think people stopped giving a shit about really quickly. And I think there was a panic for some reason or maybe they want to... You know, it's been a slow news week. They tried to get something into the headlines and make an issue or something. I don't know. Probably going to see David Hogg probably tweet shit about it at some point, if he hasn't already. Uh, but at the moment, I don't see much happening. The only, you know, I could understand if you want to do stuff in terms of background checks for, like, metal guns. You know, 3D printing metal guns. I can understand that because I'm all for background checks. How would you do that? That's the problem. I don't know. I You would maybe, to own, maybe this may be an extreme case, but... Maybe to own a metal 3D print, you might have to get a background check. I mean, I think that's an. Ex I don't think that's what's going to happen. I wouldn't be necessarily for that. But what I'm saying is, I, I am. I I think a good compromise and a good rational, um, uh, position to have to ensure the safety of society while also ensuring the protection of your rights is to have background checks on guns. Because, you know, like I said, crazy people like the guy from Parkland can get his hands on guns. And if I, if we do have enough background checks, but they're not being enforced, they should be enforced better. You know, I, I, yeah, I don't know the central problem to it, but I think a lot of it comes down to enforcement. Well, yeah, well, how are you going to background? Like, the only way would be background check anyone who owns a 3D printer. And that's going to be, like, complete violation of the First and, I think, Fourth Amendment to even, like, consider that. So, I mean, will you have to go and, like, background check some before they download the file? Wouldn't that be a violation of the First Amendment? That's the problem. I, I really don't know what to do. That's I what mean, I'm saying. I think we're going to need to have some, like, uh, liberty over here. We're going to have to go and deal with the potential for these for these things to happen. And, you know, that's what our country is founded on, extreme liberty. You know, there's other countries you can move to, like uh, Australia and England, where it's legal to have those files. But you see what happens when you have that level of government overreach. You know, like England, you'll be banned for tweeting a mean tweet. Australia, similar situations over there. Yeah, you but know, I don't like, think it would get that far here if you just made a small compromise on something like this. Because I think maybe, again, I, I'm just shooting shit here. Like, I don't know what the best solution is. But maybe the best solution is you have to get a background check to download these files. Because... We, you gotta understand, we sacrifice our liberties in a lot of ways, in a lot of little ways, and we don't really realize it. it you know, in terms of like privacy and all that stuff for safety. You know, like when we go to fly an airplane, like the TSA scans our bodies and looks at us. You know, that's a violation of privacy, isn't it? But we allow it. I'm perfectly fine with that. I think they should do that. And maybe this is a case where it's perfectly fine. Well, how, how do you implement them to download the files? Because, like, if they have a patent for something, you can go onto the patent office and download a free copy for that. Well, you yeah, can, that's you, the thing. I uh, think I... Well, maybe when you download from the patent office, you have to get a background check. Uh, that's going to be, like, you know, how are they going to deal with all that? And, like, computer hackers, and then they just give to someone on a floppy... Or not floppy disk, a USB <laughs> drive. 
No, and that's that's inevitably going to happen. But you still have to, I think, cut at least cut it down or make it harder for nut jobs to get guns. Like you know, that's that's the thing that's like, you know, and I'm not saying to ban guns or anything, but like when you do gun control, in theory, you create more friction for crazies to get guns. But most of the times, they go people that advocate for gun control either go too far. Or they do stuff that's not really going to change much. Would background checks on 3D print files for guns change things much? Maybe not. You Absolutely. Know. No. Just, you know how much? You know how expensive it is to get like a background check at a gun store? No, I I it's, know the process. I don't know the price. So they do like this, like twenty bucks. You have to fill out all this paper. Okay, for twenty bucks is not a lot of money. Well, yeah, but you know, you well, if you want to download like five files. Well, you, know, you, you well you. Obviously, you'd have like a discount rate for doing like five of them. Like, obviously, you wouldn't have to pay for every single one of them. You do it as a bundle. Like, if you're going to download five, it's one background check for all of them. Well, then you're completely destroying the open source community as well because that's what they do. It's like people edit these things and you have to redownload it each time you want to go and uh, get the newest copy. And if it's like on the cloud, that's going to be a whole thing. And then the people who host that, they're going to go and like pay for this infrastructure. And if someone hacks it, then they'd obviously, and then they post it for free, and then like mm. people are gonna post it on the dark web, and that's and that's completely unregulated. And then they'll go and uh, what people already have done, they've gotten like image files, and they like put these onto the image files, and they uh, there's a term steganography, they hide it inside an image file. Well, so I know like, that's gonna happen because it happens with you know guns when you buy them. There's a black market for guns. Yeah, that's yeah. going to happen. That's like making someone pay, like, that's like making someone do a background check when they buy a book. Yeah, but this isn't, a book can't kill you. Oh, yeah, well, they have books that teach you how to make guns already. Yeah, I know, but it's different. Well, okay, so books that, well, actually, that's a good point you brought. So, uh, can you legally buy a book to teach you how to make a gun? Yeah, you can buy them right now. You can buy them right now. You can go into, um, let's see, Amazon.com is probably going to put me on a list for this. <laughs> Um, let's go and see. Um, you guys get to see live the moment that Mr. Alex gets put on the improvised MSA munitions list. handbook right here. Twelve ninety nine U.S. Army improvised munition handbook. Twelve sixty eight will teach you not just how to make uh, guns; they'll teach you how to make uh, explosives. Right, right over here on Amazon.com, they'll ban the Confederate flag, but they won't ban this. Yeah, right over here, they have that right on Amazon. Um, ah, uh, jeez. Yeah, oh, Anarchist Anarchist Cookbook. Uh, they have that $26. <laughs> They'll teach you how to make all sorts of guns, including fully automatic guns. Best seller. Jesus. Right over here. You can buy this stuff right right now. You know, I'm I'm probably gonna be on some list for looking up these terms. You can buy this stuff completely legally, no background checks. You can send us some complete nut job at you not like gun shows, they like books, they'll tell you how to convert your like uh, your 1022 into a fully automatic gun or tell you how to go and like make these inert grenades into not inert grenades. Mm. They have all this stuff completely freely available because you can't regulate like the first amendment specifically protects against that. Right. And that's and where it, I think the current laws are consistent with the, you know, with 3d printing, you know, cause people are saying like, Oh, we need to change the laws because of 3d printing. Well, no, nothing's really changed. You know, what I'm talking about is, proactively looking to the future of all these laws should they be changed you know i right like i, like I said they're consistent but i don't know if they should be changed because i don't know the salute the best solution 
Yeah, I think we're just going to have to go and deal with that. You know, we're going to have to accept that risk that people are going to be doing that. I think and so. The chance of that, and they're still going to get ammunition, which, you know, that's... That's easier, that, though, because you can just buy ammo at any store, really. Oh, yeah, and you can buy this book at, like, Amazon. They can send you the book. You can buy the materials. You can buy a 3D printer off Amazon. They'll send it right to your house. You don't even need these books. You can go online. You, you can find Gone to Pirate Bay. You can yeah. go and get the torrent file for the 3D printed guns, download it right there, buy the stuff right off Amazon, boom. Like, yeah. I think we just got to deal with the, with the fact that gun control doesn't work, and if you're that dangerous to a person in that you're going to shoot up a school, maybe you need to be put in a, you know, maybe we need to go and have, like, human control, think instead of gun control, <laughs> where we have people who can't be trusted with a gun thrown in jail, or, like, they'll be uh, put in... Putting restrict, they'll be given restrictions so that they'll have some like watch over them, make but, sure they won't shoot up the school, put them in like a mental hospital if they're that bad. Yeah, see that that's the other thing is that I think what's what will help fill these <laughs> loopholes is not gun control, but like I said, it's human control. We need to figure out ways to find the crazies and do something about them before they get their hands on guns or try to get their hands on guns. So. How you do that is the really difficult part because uh, from what I understand, it's really hard, you know, as a psychologist or psychiatrist to tell somebody's crazy. Like when you interview them, it's really hard to tell. Uh, but the, like with the Parkland case, which I think is the most blatant case, there were so many warning signs that that is inexcusable. But there are a lot of other cases that it's really difficult. Like, for instance, the recent, recent news stories about the Las Vegas shooter, the investigation concluded that there was no motive. They couldn't find any motive. Oh, that's bullshit. I, I think it's bullshit, because I think there has to be something. But in theory, somebody could, you know... I don't know if they... Well, in terms of human interaction, they could not tell anybody and not give a, you know, tip them off that they're crazy or they're, they're playing a shooting or something, you could keep that self-contained. But uh, there's you got to be on the internet. You got you. This guy was buying all kinds of guns. That would raise some red flags, I would think. And somebody would notice that in the NSA, because you would have activity online or through purchase history that would raise a red flag. But in terms of human-human interaction, I think it's really hard to find the crazies, unless it's a blatant thing. Well, here's the thing. Most people who buy lots of guns aren't really even crazy because exactly. you really only need one or two guns. But this guy to, had fucking uh, like 30. Well, that's what makes me think that there was another... Mo I think he was an arms dealer, to be honest. I do too. I so there's no reason why there, why he'd have that much guns to do a shooting. Yeah. Like, you could do all that with, you know, just like one or two guns. Ten maximum. Ten maximum. And he had yeah, like 30. Yeah, like there's stuff going on there, and that we're not hearing. We probably won't hear for another fifty years. It'll be like it's like our generation's JFK case, pretty much. Yeah, and there's is. a lot of stuff, and like look at his like wife or girlfriend or whoever it was. It's so weird. Yeah, connections and like the ISIS connections, and there's a lot of really crazy stuff going there. And it's just really kind of uh, juvenile to think that the only reason he did it was because he was crazy and he just snapped. He didn't like country music. Yeah. there's a lot of really interesting stuff going on with that most of these people like we need to go and bring the family back involved have like you know if the family realizes something's going on listen to them they they tried with parkland there's so many things where people kept trying to get this guy help and get him away from the school 
Like we just got like a, like the psychologist. They refused him help. Just all these like there should have been no way he got in there. But right now our systems are just all it really does is it screws over the common person who wants to get a gun. You know, if you get on like Prozac, you boom, you can't get a gun. You will get you get medical marijuana, boom, you can't get a gun because you've you're disabled. You're a uh, you know you're you're a veteran and uh, someone at the VA has it out for you, boom, you're screwed for the rest of your life. There needs to be ways for you to get your gun rights back on one hand, but they also need to go and take a look at like the crazies and like if you have a consistent history of um, like violent tendencies, sociopathic tendencies, uh, where like stuff like that, then yeah, that's fine. Like then you need to go and be seek. You need to get help. You shouldn't be allowed to buy a car at that point so you could turn into a, a weapon. You shouldn't be allowed to go and buy fertilizer at that point so you can make it into a bomb. You shouldn't be allowed to buy a lighter because then you could turn that into a, uh, you could burn the house down. Yeah. It's not like, you know, you need to, it's a lot more than just guns. You, they need to, if they're going to go about this, that shouldn't be the only thing that they take away because it's, you know, they'll find other ways to hurt people. And, you know, 3D printing, it just kind of shows the loopholes in the system. And that's what I love about it. It just destroys gun control. Mm-hmm. And then the only thing left that they have is like ammunition control after this, which it's that's going to be a lot more interesting. I'm kind of afraid of how they're going to do that. And eventually that'll be solved when we can print out our own, like um, on the molecular level, like chemicals and stuff where you can just improvise it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see like um, a uh, them trying to push. I guess you could call it bull control. You know, comments that bull control, I think that might be their next uh, target. Because guns, I think, are... You know, they're always going to want more. And I think guns are losing power for them. Especially when you have a Republican-controlled uh, White House and House and Senate. You know, it's going to be very difficult. And I think they're going to look, obviously, at states to do stuff. But I think you'd see more like bullets. Uh, stuff being done like oh you can't have this many bullets or uh you can't you know buy these certain type bullets i think it's gonna see more of that but you know yeah, we have it to a certain extent already like it's yeah. hard to go buy you know if it's above 50 caliber then you have a lot of things you have to deal with and if like and here and it really hurts people too because like there's like anti-armor piercing bullet legislation which was written in a way that doesn't make any sense it's like anything that can uh, fire, like if it can be fired out of a pistol, which pistol means things that aren't what you consider a pistol. They consider a uh, 7.62 by 39, you know, like an AK round to be a pistol round. And that's why they're not allowed to go and have like ones with like uh, metal in them to a certain extent. Because they determine armor piercing is it consists of so much metal content. And that doesn't even work all the time too because they have the 5.7 round. Which, uh, you know, that's not made out of, like, um, metal. It doesn't have, like, a metal piercer, but it can still penetrate certain levels of body armor. And it's outdated, too, because body armor's evolved, uh, you know, a lot since they've made that made those laws. And there's always rays around this. Mm-hmm. And, and then, like, California, they tried to go and do this recently, where you have to go and buy ammo in-state, and I think you have to have a background check. And that's not going to work, so you can just go and buy it, like, the next state ever. But then they put a fine for buying it at the next state ever, which I don't know how they can do that because that is a violation of, like, the interstate commerce clause, and that would have to be done at the federal government, I'd, I'd imagine, but I guess they already did it. And it's California anyway, so it's, you know, it's a shitty 
place. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's they're gonna have to go. They're gonna have to go and find somewhere else to go and ruin your day. Yeah. You know? I don't know how they're gonna do it, but they'll find another way to make you know, lawful gun owners' lives a pain in the ass. While yeah. still allowing people to commit crimes. That's the way that gun control sort of does. It takes away from the law abiding citizen and gives it to the police and the criminals. Yeah, that's the main problem that I've always had with gun control is that the argument is like, oh, okay, we're gonna you know, there's gonna be less crime with gun control. It's gonna stop crime. Well, no, because criminals are still gonna get guns no matter what. You know, we'll make it harder for them, maybe a little bit, but there's always gonna be a black mark for guns, we're always gonna get guns that way. And I'm always for background checks and, you know, all that sort of stuff. I don't have any prompts that sure it can be a pain for some people, but you know, it's a safety measure. You know, sometimes maybe it can be a little too much, but you know, I think it's fine the way it is now. Uh, you know, obviously states vary. I think Pennsylvania's not too bad, but in general, a more uh, the areas with more guns tend to be safer, and especially concealed carry. Because the greatest thing about concealed carry is concealed carry carriers are some of the safest people uh, in the world, really. They go through extensive background checks, extensive training, which I think is all a good idea because these people aren't doing stupid shit with their guns and they aren't stupid people. They're responsible. They're trained to be responsible just in case. And that keeps society much safer because I know it's a cliche, but the only way to stop bad guy with guns is a good guy with guns. Absolutely. I agree with you. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, just kind of summarize everything that uh, is going down. Like, this whole thing with the 3D printing guns being a big issue is uh, it's just complete fabricated uh, nonsense. It's a, it's a forced meme by the media to go and try to generate outrage and to ban things mm. and to make a big deal and to go and blame the, you know, the Trump administration on an issue that was never there to begin with. It's not a big issue. I've, you know, no one's been killed by a fully 3D printed gun, to my knowledge. And if it is, it's like, it may have been like one or two people. If that, which, which I highly doubt, is probably the person who's firing it or so. Like a fully 3D printed gun's just like a day more dangerous to you than the actual bad guy because of how like just shitty plastic is to you know actually fire a gun. Uh, it's not something to really worry about. You know, it's it's going to happen, and the only ways to stop it would be to go and essentially destroy the First Amendment yeah. and turn us into a police state. And, like, really, and that's a great thing about this is that, like, the sort of concept, you know, right now might not be very, you know, advanced because we don't like metal 3D printers, but it's kind of just, like, opens the way for liberty. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's about it on my end. How about you? Yeah, I, I just say that as long as it's consistent with the current laws, I don't think there's anything to be outraged over. The media is blowing out of proportion. Um I don't think most people are going to 3D print guns. It's a difficult process. Uh, but if 3D print laws are consistent with current laws, I'm fine with that. You know, Should we change those laws? Maybe, but I don't think it's going to do much good. Uh, and you know, like I said before, I want to make very clear I'm for background checks, but at the same time, I think, as, as I've learned through this discussion, because I, I, yeah, I came with an open mind pretty much, uh, that I think, Trying to write, yo, do gun control on 3D printing guns is going to be pretty fruitful. You're not going to stop anything. I don't think it's, you know, good at all.
All right. Well, with that being said, uh, we'll see you on, your, on the next installment of the uh, Foundry. See you around. See ya.